The Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the Heavenly Authority series. So let's join Bible teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Last week, we had a special sermon. And in that sermon, we spoke about uh, Stephen, the martyr, in Acts chapter 6, chapter 6 and chapter 7. Uh, we're told in Acts chapter 6 and verse 8 that he was full of faith and power and did great wonders and signs among the people. We're told in chapter 6 and verse 10 that they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And so he was seized by the council, by the high priest, and you have in chapter 7 the tremendous defense that Stephen gives through the Holy Spirit. And we read last week about how they stoned him and how he offered up his last prayers to the Lord Jesus to receive his spirit. And he prayed that they would not be charged with the sin of killing him. There was a great anointing among the people uh, of the early church. They had the power of the Holy Spirit upon them and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Here you have wisdom from the Holy Spirit, faith from the Holy Spirit, and power. He did great wonders and signs among the people, it says. And what happens to him, fulfilled in part, and it would happen to many others in the early church, what Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 23. In Matthew chapter 23 and verse 29, the Lord addressing the religious leaders said, Woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous. And we spoke about this uh, in the past and say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Therefore, you are witnesses against yourselves that you are sons of those who murder the prophets because they don't recognize their own sins and they think they're special. We wouldn't do that. So they condemn themselves that they're just like their fathers. Fill up then the measure of your father's guilt, serpents, brood of vipers. How can you escape the condemnation of hell. Therefore, and this is the verse I want to look at, verse 34. Therefore, indeed, I send you prophets, wise men, and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city, that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth from the blood of righteous Abel, to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Assuredly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. Indeed, indeed, I send you prophets. I send you prophets, wise men, and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. 
Stephen the martyr was one. Wisdom for the Holy Spirit. And he was taken and stoned. Who sends? Indeed, Jesus says, I send. The Lord sends prophets, wise men, scribes. In the sister verse in Luke chapter 11, 49, the Lord says, Therefore the wisdom of God also said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute. And we've been talking about, in this section, the prophets. And the prophets in the New Testament, right? We know there are prophets in the Old Testament. Here Jesus says, Indeed, I send you prophets. He sends out prophets, wise men, scribes, or some of your translations will say teachers. And we'll discuss uh, in the next section about teachers uh, in the New Testament church. Gifted believers anointed to offices. And they're needed to bring forth the word of God, the message of God, and sometimes, many times, depending upon the society, what happened to Stephen can happen to them as they bring forth that message. This is a natural outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the church. These prophets, these wise men, these teachers, the different offices we've been looking at, the apostles. We also read an important scripture uh, last time in 1 Thessalonians, last time we did the prophet section of the Heavenly Authority series, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 19. Remember, do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Do not despise prophecies, but test. And you know, we're seeing so clearly from the book of Acts and going back and forth that the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the offices of the Holy Spirit. We studied uh, the New Testament examples of prophets the last time, Agabus and the daughters of Philip the Evangelist. We looked at the prophets in the New Testament. Clearly, these are offices not for the Old Testament only, now the New Testament Apostles, prophets, teachers, scribes, wise men, gifts of wisdom, words of knowledge. So then, why over the time of church history for the many centuries has there been often a putting out, a quenching of the fire of the Holy Spirit? Why has prophecy been treated with contempt many times, despised, not something looked forward to? Um, remember we said last time how it was an alarm. It was a way, an alert to the church of things that would happen, like the famine, to make us aware. It was a way for the Holy Spirit to rebuke and correct the church, to give confirmation, to give leading about different ministries. If it was so clearly known at the beginning that the working of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the offices uh, that the Spirit determines for each individual are so necessary in the church. And you have here clearly a commandment saying, do not quench the Spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil, do not quench, do not despise. Why then 
did these things pass out of the church many times or were looked down upon or stifled in the history of the Christian church? One answer, I believe, uh, is that when prophecy is from the Lord, uh, not all the time will the vessel, the prophet, be where he or she should be in Christ. And perhaps because of that, others see the individual and they, they hear a prophet's words, but the lifestyle doesn't line up with the office of the prophet. And the inclination is to say, I don't want any part of it. Let's not go there. Let's not. That was for times past, and we know the churches that say that. Those things have passed away. We have the scriptures. And let's not even have to deal with it. And it's a natural attitude. But there's a clear danger to it. Because apart from prophecy, apart from tongues, apart from healings, apart from any of the miraculous manifestations of the Holy Spirit, you still have to have the gospel preached, right? Which is a gift of the Holy Spirit too, we know from the scriptures. And many times those who preach the gospel who teach the Word of God, many times their lives also don't line up with what they should be. So if automatically you say, well, if the vessel's lives are faulty, let's not receive any of it, you can be in danger of not listening to any teacher in the Word of God because of vessels, humans, that unfortunately sin and don't walk the way they should walk. Then why throw away the gifts and the offices, the prophecies, the healings, the tongues, all the other more, maybe someone would say more miraculous, but teaching and preaching is miraculous also if it's done under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. All the miraculous uh, signs of the Holy Spirit in the church. Unfortunately, some do. They, they just can't handle the contradiction and I think part of understanding it in depth is to remember back in the Old Testament study when we looked at the man of God versus the prophet of God. I, I touched on this a few weeks ago. But I don't know if you remember, it's been a while since we did that study. How God, we have so many examples in the Old Testament, how God will use men and women as prophets to bring forth his word to his people. Right? The prophecy is a means of communication. And he needs the vessel to communicate, to bring the word to the people. But many times, the person themselves in their hearts were not necessarily right with God. They were not fully men and women of God. They're not the people they should be. We saw it with Balaam. Um, we saw it with Miriam and Aaron. If one of the key examples in the Old Testament we looked at was Numbers chapter 12. Maybe we should... Look at that briefly again, because it ties well into this discussion in the New Testament of not despising prophecy, not quenching the Spirit's fire. In Numbers chapter 12, then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian, literally a Cushite. And, you know, Cushite could mean someone geographically in the area of Ethiopia, or also, as you see other places in the scripture, defines a person of darker skin. 
And some of the people in Midian, you know, from different prophets, the people in Midian, some of them had darker skin. So Zipporah uh, might have been darker compared to Miriam and Aaron. And, and they're looking down upon her for it. So they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And Yahweh heard it. We'll continue the message in our next broadcast. You can rehear this message, as well as hundreds of other radio Bible teachings, on our website at shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. You will also find on the website a special offer for an audio CD set on Christian marriage. For your donation to the church of $35 or more, we will send you our thank you gift, which includes the four messages in Pastor Greg Scalzo's series, Walking Together, and two messages on The Valiant Christian Man. And all six messages can be yours by going to our website and donating on our secure PayPal page. And we just started a new outreach. With the churches closed because of the coronavirus, Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David Scalzo have been live streaming their Sunday messages at 10.30 a.m. on the new Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. You can search for the channel on YouTube or you can use the link we have placed on the shiarjashub.org homepage. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo next time for Shi'ar Jashub.